Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Thanks for streaming today's Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's a daily NBA show. It's Thursday. April 7th, and we only have a few more days left in the NBA season. There's a seven-game slate Thursday, and I actually only have two best bets. I was 2-1 and one in Wednesday's um, uh, slate, uh, moving my April record to 9-1. and one. Um, I'm 6-1 and one this week after a 4-0 Tuesday, and my year-long record since starting the Bet Slippin' NBA podcast is 111-81. to 81. Uh, so I'm 30 games above 500. I've definitely made you guys some money this year. Um, but I'm not sure what the future holds for the NBA, uh, bet slip and daily podcast. I'll, I'll come back tomorrow with any best bets that I have. Probably won't give you guys any picks for over the weekend through the podcast. Um, the final game is this Sunday or the, the final, uh, NBA regular season day is this Sunday. And then there'll be the play-ins next week, and then the the playoffs next weekend. I'll uh, be doing a bed slipping podcast with my co-host Nathan Beagle covering the NBA playoffs, giving out our best bets, our picks for the first round series matchups, and our eventual um, conference and title winner, uh, conference winners and title winner. But I'm not sure if I'll be doing a daily playoff NBA podcast. I guess I'll have to connect with the management and see if that's uh, something that fits their content schedule. Um, And uh, I'll obviously keep you guys posted on all that stuff through my Twitter, which I hope you guys are following if you have Twitter. Um, I'm at Jeffrey underscore Clark, G-E-O-F-F-E-R-Y underscore Clark, C-L-A-R-K. Also, I've had to make you guys some money if you've been following along with me since starting the NBA Bet Slipping Podcast. So it would be a huge favor if you left the Bet Slipping Podcast a positive review. I mean, 30 games above 500, you have to be making money through these picks. So hopefully you'll show me some love. Hopefully you show the Bet Slipping Podcast some love. Um, and... Uh, and I'm looking forward to, to the playoffs. I'm generally more profitable in the playoffs than the regular season. At least I have. At least I was last year. So I'm excited about um, the playoffs starting, and um, hopefully I can eke out some more profit for you guys here in this 2022, well, 2021-2022 NBA season. Um, once again, let me shout out the sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. Whose odds? Who are? Who is the odds provider for this podcast? They're a, a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can fa- make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. There's a welcome bonus available to all the bet slipping listeners, which you can get at usatodaybet.com/podcast. That's usatodaybet.com/podcast. Terms and conditions. 
uh, do apply. You must be 21 or older to game. So please see Tipico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so before I get into the slate, let me do a quick recap of my Wednesday. Again, I was 2-1. and one. I hit with the Dallas Mavericks, laying 8.5 points as they went into Detroit and blasted the Pistons 131-113. to 113. Detroit was significantly outmanned, and Dallas looked motivated to finish its season strong, like I said they would be. Uh, Luka had 26 points, 8 rebounds, and 14 assists. Balled out versus Cade Cunningham, who also played a great game. I'm high on Detroit next season, but it was just a great spot for Dallas, in my opinion. And they covered pretty easily. The next game we lost, and I actually just should have used the same exact logic for the Mavericks. Um, the Mavericks-Pistons game, as I did when I took the Washington Wizards plus 10.5 visiting the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks were um, crisper, much crisper in the second half. Uh, it, it finished... Uh, First half finished with uh, the Hawks only up two points, but they outscored the Wizards 51-38 in the second half and just outclassed Washington. They're clearly the much better team um, and are, are playing bound. Um, Washington was looking like the right side to the first half, but they got a little fluky from behind the arc in the first half, and then they significantly cooled off. So if I just applied the same logic with the Mavs, to this game, I would have won. Um, but I guess you live and you learn. And either way, I'm, I've been killing it this year. So some uh, some eggs will be broken once you're making omelets is, uh, I guess, the expression. I, I don't know if that works here. I think it does. Well, whatever. The next game that I won on um, oh, was the Los Angeles Clippers minus two and a half points as they hosted the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns announced they were um, sitting several starters. So that line actually closed at six and a half. Um, one person or a couple of people hit me up on Twitter asking if the number was still good at six and a half. I would say um, to stay away, but the Clippers were killing the Suns in this game. I think they were up by as much as 30 at one point, and Phoenix actually outscored um, the Clippers 48-26 to 26 in the fourth quarter alone to get in the back door of that um, of the closing number, so... Clippers were the right side. Uh, Clippers didn't beat the closing line, but if you listen to this podcast as soon as it hit your feed yesterday, yesterday, and you took the Clippers at minus two and a half, you you uh, won. But let's talk about my two best bets for Thursday's April seventh slate again. Or actually, I didn't give you the best bets. My picks are the Toronto Raptors plus one and a half hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. and then I'm going to lay four and a half points with the Denver Nuggets hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll talk about the Raptors first, obviously. That game tips off at 7.30 Eastern time in Toronto, which is notable because they still have a vaccination, Toronto and Canada, I believe, as a country. Uh, certainly Toronto has a, a, a vaccination policy. And apparently Matisse Thibel, the the, the defensive wing for Toronto or for Philly is unvaccinated. So he's not eligible to play in this game. Um, and that's huge against a Toronto team that's pretty deep at wing. Pascal Siakam, in my opinion, is actually having a career year, even though he didn't make the All-Star game this year. And then rookie Scotty Barnes is a fringe rookie of the year guy. He's, he's obviously a, a kid that everyone who... Um, 
everyone in the Toronto organization is probably high on and all the Toronto fans are high on because he's looked phenomenal in his rookie season. OG Ananobi is getting closer to playing. Um, he came back a couple games ago but then missed last game for Toronto. He's questionable. If he's in, then I really like Toronto's depth at wing, especially um, given Philly's missing thigh bowl. But Embiid actually struggles versus Toronto through the course of his career and has struggled um, when playing Nick Nurse's uh, Toronto Raptors. Um, Nick Nurse is known as like a defensive wizard in the NBA. He employs a lot of different like zone and different defensive schemes um, um, in, in, in game. So uh, Joel Embiid's true shooting percentage is, is below his career average versus Toronto. And he only has a minus or he has a minus three net rating in his career versus Toronto. Um, whereas I think he's plus 11 um, versus the rest of the league. So Embiid usually struggles against Toronto. Um, and I, I think he could end up struggling again here because Philly's offense, it looks very potent. And if they're hitting shots, they're really hard to stop, but it's kind of hit or miss for me. And I'm not, I'm not really sold on them being completely locked in from a continuity aspect entering the playoffs. Whereas, I know Toronto is uh, locked in from a continuity aspect, and I, I I believe Nick Nurse is a far, far better coach than Doc River. So give me Toronto with their continuity and coaching ad- advantage here in this spot. And the odds makers originally had Toronto as the favorite, but everyone on the market is betting Philly, and they've steamed Philly up through zero and as a current favorite. I think the market was right, or the odds makers were right in the first uh, place by by um, opening Toronto as a favorite, and I think the market is wrong. So I'll fade the market, get on the same side as the house, um, bet the the team that was originally favored, and grab a one and a half points of the Toronto Raptors hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. And then my final best bet here on just the the seven game NBA slate is I'm laying four and a half points at the Denver Nuggets. I think I'm getting them at a buy low spot, considering they just got blown out at home against San Antonio in a clinch game, and the Spurs were missing like several starters. It was a pretty embarrassing loss for Denver, but Memphis has pretty much packed it in for the rest of the regular season. They've already locked themselves into the two seed, and um, they're they're going to be without John Morant and Dylan Brooks was recently upgraded to questionable in the injury report. I'm not convinced he's actually going to play in this game. Um, maybe it's posturing by Memphis or maybe he, he does actually play, which would really suck for for our Nuggets uh, minus four and a half bet. But the motivation favors Denver. They can clinch the coveted six seed and miss the play in tourney with a win in their last two games. And again, they are getting uh, a wounded Memphis team that's without two of their starters in the backcourt. And that negates Memphis's edge in the backcourt. Obviously, Denver's going to still be without John Murray, or excuse me, Jamal Murray. Um, so without Dylan Brooks, without John Morant, I don't really see Memphis as being a, a better team than Denver. And Jokic can, can carry the Nuggets over the finish line himself. We've seen Herculean efforts from Nikola Jokic in big games this season, um, just throughout the past couple seasons for Denver. And he's balled out versus Memphis this season. Uh, Memphis 
believe is 3-0 and straight up and against the number versus Denver this season, but it's not because of Jokic's performance. Um, in those three games, Jokic is averaging 28 points per game on 71% true shooting, which breaks down to 61% from the field, 40% from three, and 88% from the foul line. He's absolutely wearing out Steven Adams. He's adding 9.7 rebounds, 8 assists. This dude's got a plus 30 net rating against Memphis this year. You know, they, they need to... They need to um, put away this play-in or non-play-in playoff race, and, and, and I think Denver gets it done tonight, and they can rest their starters this weekend in their final game. Um, also, it's it's a profitable price point for for Denver. They're 8-4 eight, uh, eight and four against the number as 3-4.5 to four and a half point favorites, and that's where we're laying here, Nuggets minus 4.5. And there has been a sharp line move towards Denver. We are getting to the number a little late, which is something I'm not thrilled about, obviously. Um, But this open with Denver favored, I believe they were favored too. Hold on, I'm going to the betting splits now. They were favored. The look ahead was two, opener was two. So it's moved two and a half points. I still think there's value in here because of the previous analysis. So I'll lay four and a half points at the Denver Nuggets. Hopefully we can finish this week and this regular season out strong, pad some more units to just throw at the NBA playoffs. I love the NBA playoffs. I love series bets. I love doubling down on series bets when teams that I bet actually um, are down one or two games um, or after one or two games. So, I'm a big fan of NBA playoff basketball and specifically wagering on it. Um, Be sure to follow me at at Jeffrey underscore Clark on Twitter for any NBA or regular season plays. I also am a uh, high volume MLB better and um, turning into a high volume golf better. So if you're interested in betting those other sports, please follow me on Twitter. And again, please do me a favor. Shout out this podcast and social media. Subscribe, rate, review um, and follow this podcast and social media. Just tell any friend that you have that's also into sports betting that, at least from an NBA perspective, I'm, I'm one of the sharper dudes, I think, on the internet. I mean, I'm killing it this year. Um, so if I've made you money, do me a favor, shout me out. But uh, best of luck whether you fade or follow me. Uh, remember, always to shop around for the best numbers. Unless you're in New Jersey or Colorado, then do us a favor. Check out Tipico Sportsbook through our sub- special bonus link. Excuse me. And uh, that's all I got. Best of luck to y'all. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.